Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Sour Graps Tuesday show in post-Christmas edition. It's I'm Alex, this is Kate, and Kate used to do a thing where she would interrupt me and then finish out the intro. I would go ahead and tell you this is the NXT Sour Graps post-show for Tuesday, December 26th. They'll tell you the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was making you think he didn't exist. But the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was making us come to work the day after Christmas. NXT being the only live WWE show this week. So rude of them to do. We're having fun, though. Guys, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. We get to keep, I was going to say a little bit more of the money, but like it's a lot. It's a lot more of the money, so if you could go to HumperChats.com, that would be super dope. You can also head over to FightfulSelect.com for the best, the most scoops in the game. Mm. Brought to you by Sean Rossap and Corey Brennan, who, if you are following the NXT product, has been giving us a lot of NXT scoops over there. Mm. You'll also get... Extremely serious shows like Alex and I always do behind the paywall for every pay-per-view that we don't do on the main, essentially, which is pretty much everything but NXT. So you get a little bit of an alternative view over there, as well as a bunch of other bonus podcasts, all the scoops and Sean's Q&A, which I always put over because it's one of the most valuable things I think this whole darn industry has to offer. But Alex, we return to NXT and... NXT true form. Yes, Andrew Zarian, I'll be at World's End. Sorry, saw it in the chat. Andrew Zarian at the MSG house show tonight, which I'm guessing probably better than this episode. I'll be there. I mean, it featured a Cody bull rope match, so it did. Like, you know, right? Do you think he? Do you think he faced adversity? I think he finished the story of the bull rope. (laughs) <laughs> um Whoa! um uh so 
this was this was live in that it was broadcast and there was new footage not yet seen on TV. However, it was also a taped episode. It was indeed. And and as such, um, it was fairly standard fare. Um, it was. Uh, some some major plot developments though, like uh, an original act of of. NXT 2.0 since the beginning now has broken up for absolutely no reason and just just like all of the things that have happened since the 2.0 crossover including a 2.0 into like a 2.1 like everything has happened <laughs> the basically. Russian judge gave it a 2.1 as well, well I mean like yeah I mean it might be um <laughs> It's it's all everything happens for no reason, um. But we'll talk about it. It's a very very sad day for somebody, I'm sure, but not for me because I don't freaking care. Um, but uh, there's um, there were a lot of stakes on tonight's episode, which I always there, give there, them credit for because hey. there were never stakes in the 2.0 era. But we got semifinals, stakes. Heritage Cup, like there was right. some good development here. So right. yeah, um, I, I always try yeah. and give. Yeah, give props for that. See, um, this, this, this thing, they they were selling <laughs> on the clearance rack today. How could I not half off? You know, got it, got to got to get it. That's this is going to be a staple next year. Alex, you know what I always say? Yeah. Half off, hats on. Mm, there you go. I always say that. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, well, we start out with this. Um, Orion Ben says, "Welcome to a special Ricky Rainbow Xmas, where he'll give out the Rickies for NXT." I will, or he will. I, I don't. I. I. He, I don't know if he was aware of that. Maybe. Maybe he'll do that. Uh, a year-end award at at um, at at New Year's Evil. Maybe there'll be a, a the Rickies will Ooh. be next. Maybe next year. So tune in to the Rickies next year at, at New Year's Evil. And we'll see if he actually does that. Or if I remember to remind him that he was supposed to do that. Maybe if I will remind him sometime mid-Tuesday afternoon next week. Um, Kate is really bad at reminding me about stuff <laughs> as well. So don't ask her to do it. Um, if the arrow is worn off, I take no responsibility. <laughs> However, I hmm. will say um, that maybe should be a Fightful Select feature. The it maybe should. Yeah. Maybe it should be. Maybe it should be. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Ellie Cecil will remind us. There we go. Um, so, uh, um, anyway, it's going to be much better than HBK's awards. LOL, Happy Holidays, SGS Society. I, I guess it was voted on by the fans, although I did not see anything on social media directing me where to vote if I was going to vote. Or even who the nominees were, besides the people who won, the year-end NXT awards were announced with very little fanfare. Um, yeah, they didn't mention the voting on TV. I don't think. I don't think they did. So, yeah. Anyway, Paul Elizabeth says, "I don't know. You know about this? Three hundred sixty-four days until the Elizabeth Pringle Christmas." And Jimmy Pringle says, uh, "Paul Elizabeth, the entire Pringle clan will be there with bells on." It only seems right since he's an adopted into our family. That's for nice. I cooked this year, so. Ooh. Yeah. That's very nice. I Hope you like vegan to. mac and cheese, J.W. Pringle. I am. I am the one who cooks uh, this year. I did not have to because we did not host this year. So. Oh, nicely done. Yeah, we 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 went to 
my sister-in-law's place. Not the one that I went to for Easter last year that got me sick for like two months in a row. <laughs> uh, this is a, this is a different yeah. one. This is a different sister's place. Um, and she doesn't know how to cook. And so she ordered red lobster. And honestly, bang up job, sis. Cause, cause not bad. That, not bad. I will, I'll, I'll take the shrimp and the steak. A little bit of All lobster. Right. No, I'll take it. Um, well done. Andrew Zarian asked us if we heard that CM Punk is back. Huge if true. What? Yeah, I know. That is brand new information. But catch Andrew mm-hmm. Zarian. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, Andrew Zarian, who's always great to us and pops up on Fightful Overbooked from time to time. With mm-hmm. all of this rights renewals deal, everybody's yep. speculating. Everybody's mm-hmm. chit-chatting. You know who's going to have that information? Andrew Zarian and Sean Rossap. Stay tuned to us, Andrew Zarian about things to do with Warner Brothers Discovery. His information is always good on that. He's not like he's he's just the best. He he breaks stuff on the nose. He doesn't break people's noses. He might, but his Pringle says uh if it's eatable, I'll eat it. Well there you go. So there you go. It was pretty good. I did all right. I did all right for a first I'm gonna take on the cooking Christmas. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, bad for Ali Cease who has COVID. Um, get no. well, Allie. Get well, Allie. That's terrible. My uh, the other sister in law, she has COVID. So, the one who got you what, sick the first time, the one who got me sick the first time. Well, didn't really get me sick. We just, I, I don't know, I, I got sick while visiting her for Easter, and um, so she, now she has she has COVID. So, that's every, every everybody. It's uh, it's uh, there's one of those what do you call a surge? A surge, so maybe a little surge, maybe speed. uh, yeah, wait out for that. Um, Important answer here. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, this is one LT photo. Somehow he accidentally got banned for our channel, so this yes. is his new handle. Lu- Lieutenant Colonel photo. He's been uh, promoted. He's been promoted. So. Uh, puns are going to be anything country western, cowpoke mm-hmm. related, yep. in honor mm-hmm. of um, double best from the peed and yeah. uh, a horse girl breaking up today. Yeah, yeah. We hardly knew ye. Meet Norma says, uh, can the lender tell me how NXT was tonight? Any matches I should check out? Oh, I know. <laughs> give Santa glasses there for I, wa- I was going to try and give Santa the glasses. Oh, actually, oh that, it's that, adorable. That works pretty well, actually. It does. So, so Meet Norma, mm-hmm. you should definitely check out the Obafemi. I love the Obafemi. I think he is a fantastic wrestler. We love loves... the Obafemi. How, how could you not love the Obafemi? Oh, we not, love the Obafemi. Not only, not only does he powerbomb wrestlers in the ring, he shot puts couches in the field. So, like, honestly, he could do both. So how do you not love the Obafemi? Also, the, the, the NXT Underground match was 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 pretty good. So you should oh, we love too. the Jack. Don't you just love the Jack? I believe I believe it's Norwegian. I believe it's Die Hayak. I believe it's Die Dayak. 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 We Dayak. love the Dayak. No, don't you love the Dayak? Anyway, uh, and the and the Eddie Thorpe. Oh, love the Eddie Thorpe. The Eddie Thorpe. He's wonderful. It's yeah, to pass the last one. Okay. Um, Let's get all right. Higher <laughs> family next week when we get together for our holiday. Oh, party wonderful. and all my aunts on the jersey side are there mm-hmm. they're a little um, in lender i think so uh we um kaza 86 says looks like my first one didn't go through but um uh, i'm not a wwe fan they say only a fan of you guys that's why i'm here every week kaza we love you thank you so much 
I it, like you way better than I liked Napster, because uh Limewire <laughs> um, is nothing on you. Um so the uh, we started out with the uh all or nothing match, which I thought was a double or nothing match, but I guess it's an all or nothing match. Uh but featuring uh, Chase University. Remember how um Andre Chase was rolling them bones in the yes. uh, in the alleyway without the mud. Um with with the out the mud and um <laughs> they seem to just be otm now i guess no 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 well not not according to booker who um well, we can't trust who, what that guy says but about booker the does, does call them out the mud but he also pronounces mud in a very interesting way he says out the mood and i'm like why why m e e o u d out out the mood and i was like i all right enough of that um but uh he 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 bet, made a bet with them that if if they could beat him he would somehow get them uh a, a title match and big Ange happened to be there on her phone <laughs> was, that was turned off and she was like hello tony yeah no we'll do it and then so anyway She's so best. If, but if they beat them, then somehow out the mud was going to cover his debt to the mob. Because because we got we got some kind of criminal enterprise going on without the mud. I don't want to speculate. We have the Italian mafia, and we have a, a, a scam school, which like it's basically the University of Phoenix, but way worse. <laughs> and 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 so. <laughs> Which basically is Full Sail University. But I was um, but, just gonna say, where are they? But there's this weird them? triangle of bad of bad money moving just all around. Um, and uh, spoiler alert: Andre Chase is um, is he's because he is now a problem gambler. He is also now a problem wrestler in that he can't do it very well. <laughs> um, and that's that's his whole thing. Duke Hudson got in, kicked all kinds of ass. Andre Chase tagged in and was like, no, I got this. I got this. And what he got was uh, he took the double team finisher. And what Duke Hudson got was no indication from the uh, agents of the match that he should ever try and get in and break up the pinfall because he did not do that in any way. Um, uh, the, the other of whichever Lucian or Bronco, whichever one it was, ran over and like tried to elbow him off the apron. As the three count was falling, like Duke made no attempt to get in and break up the pinfall. Um, he easily could have. We've seen that happen many times where a guy runs in and pushes his opponent on top of the pile and breaks up the thing. He didn't even attempt it. Like this, the, the whole match was not, but, but the finish was especially not my cup of tea. And they were just gonna leave it as not, and I. Yep, just I not. Fine with that. Just not. It was just not. Alex, I, I wanted to see Duke Hudson wrestle so bad. I know he was actually pretty good in the forty-five seconds he spent in this match. I know he's great, and he's been good in his singles matches, and they've they've just mostly had him carrying around a trophy. Yeah. Um. I just wish for everybody's sake, especially the viewers, but for everybody's sake of everybody involved, like this should have just been a really clean story that even you wouldn't have hated. I think 
if mm. it was just Italian mafia, scam yep. university, there's your scandal. I don't think mm -hmm. we needed to go out of the way to get OTM in it. And especially if it's not like, okay, we have this new debuting tag team. They're super green. Getting in there with Duke Hudson, who is established, and um, Andre Chase, who is established. Like, maybe they'll do some stuff to look to help them look really good in this. Like, I don't think that came across because Duke Hudson hardly was in this. And the story of the match is so overpowered but you're right in that the finish the finish didn't feel like a tag wrestling match does that make sense like it just didn't um it felt like two individual guys who got told they were going to have a match to miss before they came through the curtain mm -hmm. kind of i think because the lack of trying to break up a pin it just kind of like all right unless because mm -hmm. that also didn't feel like a story wrinkle it didn't feel like duke hudson was like i'm not helping you out because we got us in trouble like mm -hmm. or because you got us in trouble like, it just felt like he was like, whoops. No, he, he was reaching for a tag from a guy who was unconscious 12 feet away from him. Yeah. Like, that's not how that works. And I know he knows that's not how that works. And so the, the point was, like, you know, that somebody told him he had to wait there until the other guy came and knocked him off the apron. Yeah, it and wasn't great. There's Listen, as, as, as a stage actor for 10 years, there are many times where you're like, so what do I do here? Well, what if I actually tried to do something like a human being would do in this situation? <laughs> like, no, 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 just stand there. Okay, I'll try and make this look good. And then you do. You try and make it look good while just standing there doing nothing where you should actually try and intervene. You know what I mean? But you, yeah, it's just the way. But um, this was not how... Like, they've tagged together. Quite... They were tag team champions, Alex. Yes. Yeah, you well, would just yeah. go break up the pin. Te technically, yes. Um, so... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and, and uh, Tony D and Stax uh, sitting there doing nothing, watching the much in the match, uh, not being at all involved in this. Where I thought, like, the thing I was excited about was when they were when they like lost the titles to uh, to Chase U. They were like, "You guys owe us. You know what you gotta do." And then from then, I think I've heard Tony D speak one or two words. Like, I mean, like, oh, no, they, they had that whole scene where they won the titles back and they had the thing in the restaurant. But, like, other than that, they haven't done anything. That was, like, a month like, and a half ago, though, wasn't I'm, it at this point? I mean, it, feels like like, it. it feels like so long. So, like, why are these, like, this is the other thing. They announce the Creeds are the tag team of the year. They did not spend one day this year as champions. I love the Creeds. Objectively, they're the best team in NXT uh, tag team NXT since the, the, the switch over to NXT 2.0. Oh, I think by mile, none, yeah. no matter well, what. Well, and Imperium, but yes. Yeah, Imperium left so early in that run. Like, like if you want to talk about longevity, there's nothing that even touches the creeds. However, not a single day. Gallus was the tag, NXT tag champs for a while. Um, and then two Alex, separate reigns. Lost? Of two separate reigns of the uh, of the family of De Tony D with uh, uh, and Stacks with a little bit of like a week or two of Chase U in there and before the 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 uh, Gallus was it was the New Day like that's how oh my god the, I forgot the New that. Day the New Day were tag champs in NXT more recently than the Creeds were so like it doesn't feel like we're doing a lot with the tag division currently. 
No, and not to mention they lost a loser Leafs town match. Yeah. And, where they did not, in, not where they did and not then in they fact stuck down. around. Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, they are the best tag team that was in NXT this year, probably. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they also did not spend a day as champion as the best tag team in NXT, probably. And they did not do meaningful programs outside of it where you're like, they're not the tag champs, but they're tag t- champ adjacent. Like that never happened for them there. Right. Um but yeah. I feel like every week there should be a segment with the family, probably featuring Big Ange. And um, there hasn't been nearly enough of that. No, I need more Big Ange in my life. We all do. Um, so. <sighs> Noam Dar versus Double Vest, who is no longer Double Vest. He barely ever wears I one vest. That's after that's that's after so double vest chooses to come out by himself in a, in a match where not only does the other other guy have three people who help him throughout the match but you're supposed to have a corner man who like gives you advice and like water breaks and stuff during the interval between rounds and he says no i don't want anybody he because because now he's gone full singles baby face he must have no friends um yes exactly like, like an, an idiot, idiot. <laughs> and this this was not the, the the last time he would be like an idiot in this match that is correct he gets the first pinfall all he's got to do is get another one noam's dar's offense for some reason is booked to have no effect on him so, like, you're winning this match, dude. You're winning this match. At one point, he gets clocked upside the head with the spit bucket by by Lash Legend, and he doesn't even take a pinfall off of it. So then, later, Jakara Jackson's <laughs> distracting the referee, and Oro Mensa rolls the spit bucket in, which has no spit in it, thank God. Yeah. Um, and he and Noam Dar fight over it, and he takes it. And in full view of the referee, Clocks him on the back. Doesn't even hit him in the head or like get a really good shot in. Just like out of frustration. Hits a man between the shoulder blades while he's ready for it. Like it it, it did no damage. Even if the ref hadn't seen it, nothing would have happened. But because it's a Heritage Cup match, doing that immediately disqualifies you, even though he was technically up one nothing. <clears throat> That's it. That's Alex. That, like what a dope. I mean, honestly, he's he doesn't have to be, but you booked him to be a total dope who says, I don't want friends, even though this is a match, a match type that specifically asks you to bring friends to the ring. And also, I am going to get myself disqualified out of frustration because I'm a four-year-old throwing a tantrum. In a match where even if you're up one nothing, if you hit somebody with it with a with a spit bucket, you immediately lose your shot at the title. You booked him to be a dope. Don't book guys to be dopes. Don't don't book guys to be dopes. Here's the thing about the Heritage Cup. It should be the most for Kate thing in the world. Because it's got no Amdar, great. Rules. I'm a nerd, so great. Time limits, 
Again, nerd, great. Mm-hmm. And this match had everything that I hated about things. Like this had Noam Dar is great, and he is not the type of wrestler, even if you're gonna book him chicken shit, overbooked, bad at wrestling chicken shit yeah. isn't the way to do it. Like his offense should be sold. Um maybe he needs someone's help, but he shouldn't need so much help against a guy, no offense, but like him. Mm-hmm. Um the no selling of the offense was made this feel really weird. Um, it also just cheapens your baby face. Like if mm-hmm. if they it, it they're just made to look so dumb and bad and stuff like this. Yeah. And so you had a dumb baby face, a blatant rough bump, and a heel who, despite having ineffective offense, wins. And even though he's really good and should be presented as really good, he has to win in sneaky ways and pretty much all of the rules and the time limits and the fun stuff about the Heritage Cup are thrown out the window. Like, that sucks. That's not what I want from my Heritage Cup, and that's not what I want as a... Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looked more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age, and it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply part of the meta five which i am in i want to be in it so bad i know you do i know i know um so i guess i guess we could talk about this now um luis has just listed as this segment horse team is dead They're off to the glue factory what, 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 what you what you definitely don't want to do is to beat a dead horse team because then you know Honestly. No, you don't. Um, Should we read some puns since this was our topic before we get yeah. into this? Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, so um, Ricardo the Snowman says, Brett the Cowboy Heart almost happened. It's true. I think they were going to make him into a cowboy at one point. Um, Jesse Ozog says, uh, Scott Holsteiner. Oh, that's very good. Like a holster? Um 
uh, <laughs> um, uh, Orion Ben says the Meta Posse, uh, featuring Batlash Legend, um, and Gold Mensa. Not Oro, but gold. Gold. There's <laughs> gold in them dar heels. Uh, Ricardo the Snowman says Chuck and Billy the Kid. Okay, fair. Um, I'm gonna, oh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says um, Hogtie Dillinger. <laughs> That's really good. JW Pringle says shooting Tin Star Press. <laughs> um, uh, Jesse Olzog says Colt Cabarna. Like a barn? Okay. Cabarn? Or like Fallon Henley's bar that she's so yeah. attached to. Um, Dalton Castle and the Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys! Um, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, here's here's our two leaders. Leaders of the Cove House, people. Strunfamous says uh, Hunter Horse Helmsley. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricardo the Snowman sends uh, uh, for Gemini season. Send hoof. <laughs> I love yes, it. And th- here we go. Yes. And also a, a cult, cult is a big is horse. A baby well horse. Colt Cabarna. Um, boom, boom. So they, um, he's backstage taking off the wrist tape and see, uh, there's nothing I like more than a sad taken off of the wrist tape. That'll that'll oh, just that's mm. uh so he's doing that. Um and then uh in walks uh the beige and horse girl and he's like uh hey man you did good out there you almost beat him I'm not gonna say uh until you hit him with the spit bucket for no reason <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave that out of this and I'll just gonna say you almost beat him, and then the rest of the stuff. But anyway, you almost beat him. Good for you. Um, and uh, and Fallon's like, yeah, man, you, you were up one nothing, pretty pretty good. You got you, you might you might you might have beat him. Um, uh, and uh, it's like, yeah, but it didn't. Well, maybe maybe if I had been out there. Things might have been different, but 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 I know that's not what you wanted, and I I know what you want right now is to be a singles wrestler, and that's okay. I support you. I do. In in Fallon, I know you'd like nothing better than to accept Tiffany Stratton's challenge, and I should ask. I'm not really sure why. You can't accept her challenge while also while still we're being together. My friend. <laughs> you had other matches while we were still friends, but I guess this one against this, Tiffany Stratton, even <laughs> the stipulation is now you must rescind all friendship with Double Vest and the Beach in order to have this match with Tiffany Stratton is implied by this conversation. But I understand. And then Tiffany Stratton says, there's nothing I'd like more than to beat her and make her muck out a stall or two. And I would ask, I thought the stipulation was if Tiffany beats you, you have to be her slave. I guess the implication that you're saying here is if you beat her, she has to be your slave, your slave. which yeah. was not the match proposed by Tiffany Stratton. You can say, I will face you. 
if you agree to be my slave if you beat me, if I beat you. But I also don't think Tiffany Stratton would agree to those stipulations. Correct. I just think she wouldn't do it. Um, but anyway, he says, um, you guys want to go your separate ways. So I guess this is it. Yeah, I guess it's over. You guys all go to work together. You see each other. Like, it's not like I'm in order to follow my dream. I have to move to Australia. <laughs> and in order to follow my dream, I must move to Barcelona, Spain. And you will stay here, Beach, in Orlando. Like, you guys will see each other all the time. The idea that you can no longer be friends because you're not in this weird mixed gender stable is, I don't understand. Like, and also Briggs just being really selfish about like, I, I have to go out on my own and I can't, I can't accept help from my friend. Like we're not going to take tag matches anymore um, is one thing. I don't want to see you hanging around me anymore <laughs> is a completely different thing. This was a very weird setup for a what is what they were telling us was a very sad breakup. You know what I mean? Like it's true. you do hate friendship. I don't hate friendship. You should be supporting why, this. Why aren't they why aren't they being friends still? They are telling me they don't want to be friends anymore. They would they that they are telling me that in a place where they all come to work in the same building, they can no longer be friends anymore because they want to have singles careers. That does not make sense. Well, I don't think it's that they can't be friends. I think it's that they're going, they're amicably, amicably going their individual ways, right? But what I don't understand is one, Fallon Henley shouldn't be affected by that at all, as you pointed out. And two, I know there were only like eight people watching at the beginning of 2.0 and you and I were two of them. That's true. But they started, yeah. they actually kind of had like a cool origin story where it was they got in a bar fight. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, I know we just got in this bar fight, but I kind of respect you. Mm-hmm. Like, they should have, I, I actually really like the direction of, and we've seen more of it, thanks to the New Day. I firmly believe it's because of them. Like, I like this idea that you can amicably go individual paths and not mm-hmm. either not break up a stable or it mean like we had some violent breakup, but now we'll never be friends again. I like that direction. But with the two guys whose career started as the the bar brawlers, we didn't. That we that didn't, should, if you're gonna split them up, end it in a. And right. the two of them are in a bar fight, and then maybe we, they shake hands at the end and are like, "We're we're never gonna end like this or whatever." You know what I mean? Like it it, yeah. it should have more of a thing to it. I I just I just I've I've never like because here's the deal. There's a lot more to it than that. I'm sure we're going to figure this more of this out next week with the intrigue. But like Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are in every scene together, but they're not a tag team. You know what I mean? There's no reason why, why if they're if you guys are still friends, if Double Vest and the Beach are still buddies, they can't like what he's saying is not that we can't be friends anymore. It's that I don't want to appear in a scene with you anymore on TV. <laughs> Which is just, like, that's what that is. I don't know. Alex, it's, dumb. it's just dumb. Sorry. I didn't want to bring this up during the holidays, but yeah. now that Christmas is over, I just feel like I have my own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Go subscribe at Miss Kate, babe. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an interview with Rocky Romero today. 
Wow. I'm doing some really cool stuff on my own YouTube channel, and I, I don't want to have to do this. And I still want to be your friend, but I just... No, but I don't it. think I should be seen on screen with you anymore. I'll I, even still I, do the show. It just needs to be like this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a confusing segment, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm intrigued to see where mm-hmm. these individual paths go. I guess yeah. Fallon Henley's looked better week over week than she has mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and Briggs has certainly stepped into his own. Um. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to right. see see what happens here. Yeah. Well, I'm I I refuse to to even be part of a show. We're still friends, but I won't be part of a show anymore with you. So. Yeah. Well, we're not going to be seen on screen together anymore. Oh. Well. What, what happened? How'd that happen? I don't know. Is that, somebody is trying to break. Oh, it's me. Oh my gosh! It's scripts. I'm taking over for the other guy because he doesn't want to be. So I'm your new tag team partner. I think oh. is how it goes. Hey, Scripps, how are you? I, uh, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm still just waiting out my contract. Sure. And I don't know why I signed that nine-year deal, but it, there's oh. they, they even added time for injury. Those sons of bitches. So I'm I'm going to be here until mid 2031. So, but, but I'll, I'll see you all then. And I'm planning on a big indie takeover. I'm going to do a world tour, the Scripps world tour. I'm going to run for president in, uh, in some video. Nobody's done that before. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go all over. Uh, I'm going to do all these house shows and I'm going to be a big indie guy. Scripps. Did you not hear about Mustafa Ali? I don't know who that is. I'm Scripps and I'm going to Jesse, the body Ventura. I'm, I'm definitely, but in 2031, it's, it, you mark your calendars. Um, scripts. I've already, I've already got the Twitter post timed out. It's going to be one of those, you know, one of those little, uh, time things. So it's going to, it's going to, you're going to drop it at noon, uh, and mid 2031. Scripts. I, th- I think you might want to consider seeing if you can get yourself a legacy deal or something. Cause there's this guy, Mustafa Ali, and he, he did something that sounds kind of similar and it has 2.1 million views on it. Oh, great. Then I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get twice that many. I'm going to get uh 4.7. I, I don't know how much two, 2.1 times two is, but that's, that's how many I'm going to get. It's 4.7. No, you nailed it. You got it. Great. Good. Okay. Um, good. Oh, okay. Well, we All wish right. you the best in your indie career. So good. thank you. Anyway. Uh, just waiting out my time here. So, uh, as I'm saying, like, do they add time I, for when you go to the wrong venue? Because then you're going to be there for like another. I know, like twenty forty. Also, also, like I know, I want. I'm going to do. I'm going to do this podcast with you, but uh, sure. they made me. They made me sign an NDA. Oh, so I'm, I'm no. not allowed to talk about the PC or any of the fellas there or any of that stuff with Shawn Michaels. No, and Chris no Jericho. Back, no, no backstage brawls. Nothing about a dog. Nothing about no, nothing. I don't get oh. to talk about nothing. Okay. Well, so it's it's probably going to be a pretty boring podcast. The, uh, it'll be instead of a tell all, it'll be like a tell some. We'll just talk about the things that you can, you know. All right. But I, I could I could talk about my garden. Two point one million views, baby. <laughs> right. Four point seven. Four point seven. Though scripts coming in mid twenty thirty one. In anyway, mid 2031, it's coming. I gotta go. I got something on the stove. So I'm I'm gonna oh. uh, 
Yeah, I'm, okay. uh, I'm just boiling some eggs for the week. Anyway, I'll be back. Okay, thanks, Scripps. Bye. What happened? Well, apparently you didn't want to be seen on screen with me anymore. So somebody... No, that, was all a, that was all a joke. And coincidentally oh. timed, somebody broke into my feed. Oh my gosh, they did. It was Scripps. He said he's going to do a very similar video to Mustafa Ali in like 2030. And it's going to get 4.7 million views. Guys, Mustafa Ali is going to rule the world in 2024. I sincerely think there's a chance he's like wrestler of the year in 2024. The the show that's 40 miles from me in February is sold out. Oh, (laughs) no. I mean, great. But oh, no, that you can't go. I didn't even know that I could buy tickets yet. Like there was no link on the thing that I saw. It was just a picture of the, the thing. It was not like call here, go to this website and buy tickets. If I assumed I was going to see a thing with a link and I go clickety click and buy tickets and it's gone now. Like it's, it's the Knights of Columbus hall in a town of 9,500 people. I'm pretty sure the thing seats 48 people. You know what I mean? So like, sure. it's, it's sold out quick. So that rules though. That guy's it's awesome. awesome. That is amazing. So I think, I think he's going to have as close to a Will Ospreay type year as we're going to get. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Um, Orion Ben says the segment of the horse team dying uh, needed the Incredible Hulk walkaway music. Um, it did. Yeah. It did. Um, that yeah. is very funny. But, um, I don't know if this is intentional. It must be. It's got to be. Uh, Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon Henry agree to go their separate ways. Their separate ways. <sighs> One day love will find you. Um, Cora J defeated Carmen Petrovich. Um, <laughs> so this, and then Gigi Dolan saved uh, Carmen Petrovich from a beatdown afterwards. Guys, I had a conversation with a couple wrestlers about this, and it is now a wrestling pet peeve, and it really grinded mm-hmm. my gears today. Mm-hmm. We're about to get extremely nerdy. So just, okay. I know that I sound like an idiot. Like, I know I sound very up my own ass with this. So don't be like, you sound like a snob. I know already. Irish whips are supposed to be used to set up another move or be a transitional move that warrants further punishment. Irish whipping someone into the corner is not like a move. It's supposed to be used to set up something else. So when you whip Carmen Petrovich, who is greener and isn't fully aware of how to sell a turnbuckle the same way Bret Hart does, you're supposed to follow that up with punishment or that's supposed to be sequential into something else. You don't Irish whip someone and then go at someone. I had a, like a 20 minute discussion about this with multiple wrestlers. It is one of the nerdiest things I've ever done in my life. She's not the only person to do it. You're like, I've mostly seen that move to use that way. It makes no sense. If you kick out of a pile driver, but an Irish whip is just like too much for you. What are we doing? I'm not saying anybody's finishing her with it, but you know what I mean? No, no. It's an Irish whip. Mm-hmm. You get tossed into the corner. Mm-hmm. See our resident wrestling expert Ali Cease. Sure it is. It's a move used to target the back if you're working the back. 
She didn't work the back though. She just whipped her into the corner she, and then went. No, right. It's and I and I said to you, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I've seen that happen a lot. It's very old school. Bret Hart took took that move every single match. A guy whipped him so hard into the corner that the guy fell down from his own momentum. That's how hard he was throwing him. And Bret Hart hit Chet for, chest first and dropped because his sternum was bruised and sold like hell for it. Carmen Petrovich didn't sell good enough for it, and Jorah Day did not get nearly enough momentum with the throw to actually make it work. I've seen people do it all the time. Get used to Cora Jade doing stuff and then posing to get heat because I do feel like they have told her this is how you are going to get heat is doing stuff then posing to piss off the crowd and that's what she's going to do from now on it, and and it does feel like she's going to have a lot of matches in the near future so just I find yeah. it extremely boring <laughs> well of course it's boring I don't want to be bored. I really liked Cora Jade when she was like a... When they made her an underdog in the War Games match and she was like doing stuff that felt authentic. That one. You managed me very on that one. I hated that. But like, I, I think there's something there for her as a heel. I just don't think it's copying other heels. Yeah, it just you know feels... I mean? It feels... It uh, feels derivative. It feels derivative. I think she's derivative. an incredibly talented performer. I think a lot of what they are having her do feels very derivative of other people in the past. Not, not in like a, oh, this is a good uh, homage or uh, homegi as the, the Latin. Homegi. Oh. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's, but I don't think it actually works that way. So, yeah. 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 I was um, just bored. Uh, Gigi Dolan and, and Cora Jade is your next thing here. So. I mean that that I think will be more productive as well. Like she just well, had a one off against oh, Carmen Petrovich. They have not done, I think, nearly what they could have done with. Man, I, 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 I will. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think that enough time has passed that they just should have once Maddie Rose was out of the picture, just call up Gigi and JJ together, right then. Like have them both try to beat. Roxanne together and fail like they did right after right after Roxanne beat Mandy Rose, and then you call them up as a tag team together. Oh, hundred percent. Because what they've done with each of them since feels aimless and stop starty and like I don't did did Gigi Dolan or did Kiana James win that feud they were having that lasted a few months? Yeah, I, don't I think Gigi, but like, like they. But did, did not get built out well, and there was an injury in between, so that was also uh, just unfortunate. Yes. But like, I, yeah. I feel like they were really good together. They had a really cool act. That act could have existed without Mandy Rose leading it. Put them on the main, especially when you if you debut on the main roster without Mandy Rose. So few people who watch the main shows also watch NXT. They they would have just ex accepted them as a new tag team. And then just done something with it there. What they've done with both of them, I feel like hasn't... This is a great opportunity for them to start something new and actually prove they know what to do with Gigi Dolan. Because yeah. tonight proved more. They don't know what they're doing with JC Jane, who just sits there next to Thea Hale as Thea Hale is anxious for her boyfriend. 
Yes, and Gigi, I think, is wildly underutilized. Like, I feel like she's one of those ones that could have come in and been basically main roster ready because she just knows exactly who she is in a wrestling ring in every capacity. She's come in. She's adapted her character from who she was on the indies, I think, extremely well to a WWE environment. Um, I, I wish they would do more with her because I thought she was a really good heel, and I think she's actually an even better face. Like, she's very... Um, easy to get behind and she feels refreshingly different than a lot of the faces that they have there because she's not so plucky underdog smaller mm -hmm. girl whatever like she she has something really refreshing about her right. um that's very charismatic and um like there's there's some intrigue with her like she's she's a little different than everybody else that's there and i i wish they would lean into that Lexus King fought Riley Osborne, whose character is Thea Hale has a crush on him. That's his character. We haven't seen anything from him to show. There's nothing. He is a complete cipher. There's nothing about him. We don't even know, like, there's nothing interesting about him. There's nothing about him. They haven't, they haven't told, I believe he has an Australian accent. Like, I, I have heard so few words, I can't quite remember what, like, what he sounds like. And now they put him in the final of the breakout tournament. And there's a chance he wins because he has a character and a story. The character is Thea Hale has a crush on him. That's it. He beat Lexus King tonight. Lexus King has an overarching character, which is like, like some kind of weird version of the Joker who just wants to cause chaos by getting booked into pay-per-view matches and then losing. Like that is that is his thing. But wait, in order but to also this. We'll slide forward on my chair. But he slides to the side of his chair. Okay, but like I'm, I'm working with what I've got here, okay, Alex. Okay, fine, fine. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just letting you know that's anyway. So um, there's a distinction between sliding forward and sliding to the side. Anyway, he also hit a very a very large uh, man whose uh, name is not Bear Tree Hill. It is Trey Bear Hill. I always will get that mixed up. Um, to get gain gain entrance into this tournament, and um, and Trey Bear Hill came out and sat down on a chair throughout the whole thing. The entire match was Lexus King beating the crap out of Riley Osborne. And then um, Riley Osborne um, got on, was put on the top rope, I believe, by Lexus King, who then saw Trey Bearhill stand up with the chair and got distracted. So he got kicked and fell down. And then... Um, and then Riley Osborne hit one offensive maneuver. It sounds a lot like if it's if you're wondering, hey, no, that that was the match he had before Riley Osborne, where he fought uh, Keanu Carver. Uh, Keanu Carver looked great and threw him all over the ring and beat the hell out of him, and then took one Gaman Giri and then uh, a shooting star press and lost. They yeah, have, this is also had that Riley Osborne do the exact same match two times in a row to get into the finals of the breakout tournament. So that is what they're doing with Riley Osborne. Alexis King lost. That's good. 
and now Trey Bearhill is going to beat the hell out of him. I don't fully understand why some people can just bring a folding chair down the ramp and sit there. Yeah, sure, like, why not? Put them on commentary or well, here's the thing. You, when you have Booker T making sense, <laughs> it's bad. What the hell is he doing out here? And Vic Joseph is like, he's got every right to be here. Lexus King hit him with a chair a couple of weeks ago. And therefore, I don't know. I don't like it. He like, tried so hard. I just don't feel like I there's. He's a really intimidating dude. And to have him sit on a steel chair is like the least intimidating thing you could do. He looked like he was there to watch a kid's school play. Yeah. I get that he got hit with a steel chair. And so now he's coming out on a steel chair and sitting on it. But he's so much more menacing if he's just standing near the apron. Um, I'm glad Lexus King lost because I don't think. Because if he moved on to the next round of this, he would have to win it. And I think Obafemi should win it. Yes. Riley Osborne. What, what I am afraid of, though, is, is because Riley, 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 Riley Osborne, Osborne has a character. And that is what I am afraid of. <laughs> uh, I feel like he's probably... He, he seems like he knows himself in the ring and the one movie. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get to see him do is very good. In a breakout tournament, I would like to see him get to break out more. Because um, he has done just basically that twice. So I need Oma, Oba Femi to just to shot put him into the crowd. Uh Or I need him to actually have some offense that makes him look convincing. Like if the reason you've been hiding his offense is so that he breaks out in the finals of this. Uh Cool. Uh, But he's going to have to do a lot to convince me that Obafemi winning isn't the right move. Because, oh, my God, Obafemi's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So let's talk about him right now. Breakout tournament's no good. It's, I mean, it's small potatoes. NXT, NXT title, small potatoes. Obafemi is it right now. Now, I know we've said that a lot about a lot of other people, and they never show up on. I'm, so I'm, I'm predicting that Scripps will make his, uh, his, his, his indie update before Obafemi makes his main roster, um, sure. debut. Cause, like, honestly, Oba coming out, the, his music is great. And he punctuates it with this amazing, like, chest bump. Like, it's really cool. He's awesome. He's got an amazing look. He's got a tremendous size. He moves really well in the ring. He sells great for a big man. Somebody told me on Twitter he's 23 years old. That cannot be true. I thought... That that I I have to doubt it because I thought because somebody told me that that Julius Creed was like twenty four. Turns out he's almost thirty. Please somebody tell me how old Obafemi is because he cannot be twenty three. That can't be it. Can't be it. 
His character is I throw couches and that rules. His character is also I smash people. Yeah. And that's awesome. Tavion Tavion Heights, by the way, this this should have been your final. Give these two guys 15 minutes on New Year's Evil. He's great, too. That's what you do. Like, he's really good. He's, like, he's he's throwing throwing Obafemi around. He's really good. He's 22 years old. Now, listen. Listen. That man is not 22 years. That man is a goddamn grown man. That man has old man strength at 22 years old. He is no friggin' way that dude's 22 years old. Alex, I don't no. know about you. No, 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 no. But no. I'm feeling 22. <laughs> There's one of like six Taylor Swift references I can make. But you know what, Alex? Know what I would say? I feel as though the odds are stacked against Riley Osborne next week. Yeah. That's how I feel. But if I would want to know odds oh, yeah, about, yeah. about any specific match. Tell me odds. Do you know where I would look? Where? I would look online. Oh. And darn it, I might bet online as well. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling. It's not just MMA and boxing. It's football. It's basketball, baseball, hockey. They have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. Bet Online AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. BetOnline.ag. That's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly. <laughs> He's Hoss Kofi Kingston. He, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Foner, uh, says somebody in the SGS Discord saying that he's Hoss Kofi Kingston. He does look like what would happen if, like, okay, so Kofi Kingston is like Bruce Banner, and Obafemi is the Hulk version of that. This Kofi Kingston coming out twerking in a Santa costume on Monday Night <laughs> Raw last week, and then like you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, and they just just honestly during during the um this is what they needed to do, man. When they were doing all the silly stuff during the uh the um oh uh, what's it what was it called the Thunderdome era. We're doing, doing all the silly stuff. Oh my like gosh, yeah. Three tapes and stuff and cinematic matches. Having Obafemi debut as what happens when you make Kofi Kingston angry would have oh. been a really fun thing to do during that time. It like, would have really fun. 22 oh. years old with this guy. That's Damn. That's awesome. That's good for insane. good for him because he's he's an NIL class, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's from he, the University of Alabama. He, he's, he got it he, fast. He got oh, it really fast because he can sell. Really he gets fast. like the in-ring storytelling aspect of it. Like you can tell already, and that's awesome because that's not 
that's not always like the easiest part to get. A lot of people can do the make a wrestler moves, but like he he picked up on this quickly. Um, uh, po- post post the link. Somebody in uh, post. The link yeah, Luis, can you post the Discord link if you don't mind? Po- po- post the link because yes, it's great. Um, so uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, Tavon Heights did a lot of really good offense. And yeah, he's great too. Yeah. Him. Obafemi sold for it, and then eventually just hulked up, hit him with a lariat as he was rolling into the ring, and that was it. You're done. Uh, like a pop-up, and then into into that really cool sit-out powerbomb thing he does. Like, yeah. It's really impressive. That sit-out powerbomb is great. And yeah. uh, for a breakout tournament, like, this has been productive in that I there are there are people I'm really looking forward to seeing and Tavion Heights is one of them. Like I, I'm really impressed by what we've seen earlier. Keanu Carver I thought was really good. Like I think we kind of talked about this already, so I don't want to be a dead horse girl or horse team. But um I feel like the way the breakout tournament got used differently, but it's still productive. Like it's not like Odyssey Jones and Carbello Hayes type finals where it's like these guys are ready right now, but it's yeah. It is like, uh, hey, this is what's coming, and and it's awesome. Like, I'm I'm excited right. about that for sure. So, right. um, I uh, yeah, Obafemi should absolutely win this, and I will tell you why. Um, why? <laughs> at the end of the show, I'll tell you exactly what my what my fantasy booking is at the end of the show. That was such um, a after this commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stick around through a bunch of songs and weird puns to find out. By the, by the way, Tavion Hates is an incredibly bright future, and I would not be surprised to see that guy be a major, major player in NXT this time next yes. year. Yes. Like, major, major player. Um, so, um, last – Nathan Frazier. Um, so, they were they were doing um, – uh, they did the, they announced Tiffany Stratton, female of the year. Um, they announced Ily- Ilya Dragunov, male wrestler of the year. Okay. Cool. So they asked those things. Um, um, and uh, Nathan Frazier and Axiom were reacting to the, the announcement of Ilya Dragunov backstage. Like, wow, I would have liked to have won that. Yes, so would I have. But I wish them a good... Maybe next year we'll have enough of, 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 of stuff to actually be warranted to be announced for that. To be considered. Um, to be considered. Um, for your consideration. Um, uh, uh, I'm just happy it wasn't Braun Breaker. Says, says Nathan Frazier. Uh, you imagine a guy just walking around just being angry all the time? Boy, what, what a what a guy I don't like. I really like, I don't like that guy. Not, not only is he big and dumb, but he's he's also stupid and I don't like him. He's also ugly. And uh, Axiom just sitting there watching Braun Breaker walk up from behind Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier's like, he's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> well, guess we're doing this again. And he turns around into bronze. Like, I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to your face. Just like, great, cool. Um, it's like maybe you should slow down and think before you speak. A won't slow down, can't slow down. I won't slow down now ever. If I won't slow down unless Bob is not my uncle. And as we all know, Bob is my uncle. Yeah. So um he says, Let's have a let's have a match. Um maybe your spear can can catch my speed or something. And he turns around and says, Thanks for letting me know. He was standing there, and Axiom goes, "Bro, I was winking at you." Ah, huh? because he's got a mask on. Yeah, it's funny. He's a. Get funny. it? It wasn't. It was all right. That segment was all right by me. 
I've seen uh, worse. Um, I, yeah, I, I, sure. And also Braun Breaker versus Nathan Frazier. I was like, that's going to be a great undercard match on New Year's Eve. And they were like, that's happening tonight. And I was like, nice. oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Hopefully they, they run it back, I guess. Yeah, this was, I um... mean, I don't know. Cause the match was really good. It was, that's, it was what you should, it, what it, it was what it should be when a when a when a powerhouse uh, faces a guy who's has blinding speed. That's what this should be. Um, and uh, eventually, you know, Braun stopped being dizzied by all the crazy stuff. Um, Nathan Frazier kept running at him, kept running at him, and kept running at him. And guess what? You probably shouldn't do to Braun Breaker over and over again is just keep running at him because eventually he will lower his shoulder and you will, you will just bend in half. Um, and that is what happened. Um, although I was like, I needed, I needed, um, I needed this. Maybe they're saving this for a, for a, for a second time at a bigger stage, but I wanted Nathan Frazier to do the Phoenix splash. And as he like twists around and comes down, there's the spear. Like oh, I just wanted yeah, to do a Phoenix splash into a spear as opposed to just running into one. But it was it was very good. I liked it a lot. It was quite good. And Alex, sometimes people don't have spears that break other people in half. You know what I mean? Mm. Sometimes people's speed catches the spear and it's not so great. Sometimes the spear can outlast the speed and uh that can lead to some embarrassing situations so, so, you're, so you're saying you're saying sometimes your spear is too speedy sometimes your spear is a little bit on the quick side ah. and uh you know you you wanted to you just want to save for the moment you want it to last a little bit longer alex yeah and as far as breaking people in half goes ah. some some don't stand a chance uh-huh uh, but sometimes you just need a little bit of help. You need a little assistance yeah. in the sphere speed department. Uh-huh. Bluetooth.com's got you covered. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFA. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. It's a pretty good, um, pretty good segue there. Thanks. Mm. Hey, you know what else is pretty good? What's that? Fightfulselect.com. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone then? I mean, it's got all the scoops, and also it's got us. And Max, this, like, honestly, scoops is secondary to us. This. $5 a month yeah, for uh, extra this. Yeah. Okay. Including, including 
this weekend, World's mm-hmm. End, we have me and and not, not you, not not you probably because you'll be you'll be at the scrum, but you'll be there in spirit. I will, and I I'm will, normally I will, there. I will request. I will request humbly of you that you will uh, send me your hot takes in the DMs, and I will read them on the air. Oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah, there you go. So we will. You, so Kate, Kate's, Kate's, Kate's takes on on the thing will, Kate's will takes. be on. Kate's takes will be. It'll be like a segment. Hey, Kate's takes, and then we'll read them on the air. So there you go. So subscribe to FiveBlissSelect.com. $5 a month or $54 a year for all the best takes in the whole wide world. Crazy. Plus more of me and Alex. Plus Ask Grapsity every other week. Plus Sean's Q&A. Plus The Hump Goes On. Plus a bunch of other stuff back there. Figure halls. All sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So just like go to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. Because mm-hmm. like 10,500 other people have done it, so you should probably just do it. Right. Peer pressure is great and it works. So sign up or you're a little bitch. Unless you can't afford it. Like we don't want to be insensitive to that. But if you can and you don't, you're a little bitch. <laughs> um, okay, so um the no quarter catch crew explain to us what no quarter means. It means they don't take any prisoners. And- so uh it means it was, they you, hate quarters they're like they nickels hate, dimes mm-hmm, yeah no quarters all a sack of Jewia coin sure a half dollar yeah quarters yeah mm-hmm. quarterbacks they hate tom brady oh yeah worst yeah um so uh <clears throat> They they did a little challenge vid- vignette while they all stepped forward while working out their wrist tape and punching their own palms and a big night for wrist working, tape on the work, show work, working out their necks and stuff so they could be intimidating and say that they want Dragon Lee and LWO and a six man tag and Charlie Dempsey made sure to say a lot of stuff in here even though he knows already that he's gonna be in all Japan show and he's gonna not be here for this one he will not be a part of this six-man tag but oh if i was if i was i would stretch you out so much but i won't be there because i will be in japan um so yes he's gonna be charlie dempsey in japan cool doing an all japan that is really cool that's really cool charlie dempsey is one of those guys who i feel like uh, well his the ratio of actual in-ring talent skill um to how they present him wins and losses is is the is the worst ratio on on this show it's not great like he doesn't win matches he straight he up doesn't, doesn't he also doesn't have a lot of them like i think but, like, but but i mean like but you, you you watch charlie dempsey and he is he knows his feet his footwork is impeccable he knows exactly where to be he's great at selling like all of his offense is snug. He knows all these awesome counters and he loses 70% of his matches. And it feels like there's this is the guy who perhaps going to All Japan is going to be able to work in ring with yes. guys who have way more experience than him in some ways as opposed to much less. And so he's going to have he's, he's going to switch around a little bit what he does, but I I'm looking forward to seeing some film of that because that should be fun. Yeah. Um uh, but also uh this 
Gulak, Damon Kemp, and Miles Bourne versus um, uh, versus Dragon Lee and the former Legato Boys should mm-hmm. be a fun little six man. So that should be. I felt I didn't. I love Drew Gulak, and I obviously love the stable. Mm-hmm. This promo came across kind of dorky to me. I think it was yeah. the lighting. It was the fact that they were trying to be so hard. And it was like, just... You're just you got, a bunch of techers. You're like, just a bunch of techers. That's, 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 that's <laughs> why... You're techers? Imagine if, like, Zack Sabre Jr. was like, Oi, I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna fuck you up. No. He's like, I dickhead. Like, it's like, you gotta be that kind of a guy. Why are his legs so angry? That was, like, my favorite of his. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a little... <laughs> It was a little, little intense, a little yeah. bit hard. And I tweeted like, I, if I just felt like they made technical wrestling seem really dorky, and to yeah. my understanding of it was, it was the epitome of cool to be a technical wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. And I will not hear otherwise. But I'm excited about the stable. I'm excited about Drew Gulak being used in this way, in particular. Both, he's just fantastic in ring, well, and being used to like raise these guys is a man. good. It's a good, yeah. See, Luis called it out. ZSJ would be like, Dragon Bullocks. Well, yeah, yeah. that's reserved for Danielson. But along those yeah, lines, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of technical wrestlers have been offset by more flamboyant characters because yeah. the technical style is so technical. So, like, a, a King Regal type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it helps to have boisterous personalities when you are that technical. But I'm very excited for the future of this stable. I'm very excited that Charlie Dempsey gets to go to All Japan. Um, and that WWE is opening up working relationships. That's just a cool, yeah. That's just a cool thing. So very much looking forward to that. I also love that this is a direct extension of, of Drew Gulak and Two Hundred Five Live because he also yes he also was was pitching the No Fly Zone uh, thing. It's that, such like, a fun idea. Yeah, it's like, like no, 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 no. This is this is Two Hundred Five Live, but just because we're all two hundred five pounds doesn't mean we have to do flips. So we have to do top rope stuff. Some of us are mat technicians. And if I catch you, you're not going to be jumping off of anything because I'm going to break your leg. Like that, that was a really, man, speaking of Mustafa Ali, <laughs> um, that guy's, that guy had uh, the feud of all time in 2018 with, with, with Buddy Murphy. But, but people forget about his feud with Drew Gulak, which was, it was just great. as brutal. In a completely different way. That was I was great. Like that, that's the thing. Like if I if I if I could say what like one year of of any show of WWE that you could do, find because nobody watched it in, in real time either. Go find 205 Live. If you have Peacock and you have the network, go find 205 Live. Start with the tournament to crown a new um nxt champion after they fired enzo because enzo was champion when they fired him and so they're like we're gonna have a new a new tournament matches you get in that tournament include roderick strong versus cedric alexander was a manage you was a match you got in that tournament in like the second round like it was an amazing tournament and it starts a spring summer fall and early winter of amazing amazing cruiserweight matches go watch that Gosh, it was so good. Um, Dragon Lee and LWO are backstage getting interviewed about this match they're going to have next week. And then up walks Electra Lopez. 
who is uh, like saying hi yes. to the LWO guys. It was like, oh my God, it feels like yesterday we were running this place. And Electra did not say, hey, I was wondering, you guys, you guys got on the plane without me because I was supposed to go with you. Remember that? Well, where, she where had Sam her job at the docks though. No, but that was the thing they did later because they retconned that and said she had to stay and work at the docks. But she should still be mad because Santos was like, I couldn't leave without all of you. Get in the car. And then the everyone except you on the way to the airport and charismatic woman (laughs) on the way to the airport. They all stopped for snacks and they all went into the 7-Eleven and they all ran back out to the car and drove away. And she's standing there with her Twizzlers and her big gulp like guys. And she had to stay in Florida. So I think she should have been mad at them, but she she got Kevin McAllister does what happened. Um, Lola Vice, who again, I think is very is very good. It's it's the least at a glance of anybody at all that anybody has ever at a glance. She she won the she won the at a glance title, and she has it, and she can use it in Lyra Valkyria, but she's not even allowed to mention it while Lyra is feuding with Blair Davenport. Yes, we we've already seen Carmelo cash in on somebody after a match with that thing. So could she, theoretically, if Lyra has a brutal match with Blair Davenport, run in at the end of it with her at-a-glance folder and say, I'm cashing this in right now? We already saw Carmelo do that. So why couldn't she do that to, to Lyra? They should mention that as a possibility. But I did like her being awkward watching her current friend, Electra Lopez, talk to her old work buddies. And being like, I am totally the fifth wheel here. I also loved that Ultra um, Lopez was like, well, this is my new friend. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. very, yes. That was a place where the uh, sixth grade tropes that we get on the show actually worked, which was refreshing. Oh, um, but th- this was this was fun. Um, she She's been very over and we don't see her in the ring a lot, but I, I think she has a lot to offer the wrestling realm, whether it ends up being valeting or whatever. Like she's, she's very um, like, it, it's really fun to see her on screen and not just because she's gorgeous, but she, her whole presence is, is really valuable in a wrestling context, I think. So yeah. and whether she goes up with legato or whatever. Um, like I'm like, especially in WWE Latina smoke show. Who can knock you out with one kick? Yeah, <laughs> that's that is a ready-made character forever. Like right now, wait. Imagine, imagine her walking down the ramp with Santos, with her with her on Santos's arm, and we think she's just this hot valet, and then she does her back-spinning heel kick to whoever Santos is feuding with at the at the time, and knocks him out. Oh. Like, um, um, like, just make an actual, like, a real total, like, he's, she's not like his arm candy. She's a hired assassin who also happens to look like that. Yeah, Like, that would be, be amazing. Really, really that fun. would be a really cool thing to do with her. Absolutely, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that six man should be fun. At some point, we're going to need a definition of Ava Rain's role here in the company. <laughs> This had 
This was this whole segment was like two sentences, and I was like, "This is weird in forty-seven different ways." Let's recount. There were two, <laughs> two separate Ava Rain segments in this thing, and neither of them were explained in any way. Hey, Ava, um, do you have any any update from the trainer on Ilya Dragunov? It is crazy to me that we are asking her these questions it's and just accepting it. We're just accepting it. I'm sorry. Like, is there a thing with Sean that he doesn't appear on screen anymore? We saw we saw him come out and talk to CM Punk at the at the pape. Like, we sure did. Why is he not on TV anymore? Because he was in a Bret Hart sweatshirt. I mean, I um, don't know, man. Also, conduit to somebody who is making matches, so that that is happening on screen makes sense. Medical update. Yeah. Person just feels like a very Lu- different Lieutenant thing. Lieutenant Colonel Photo asks, can someone please explain what Ava is? She is Jack Tunney from the old WWF, <laughs> but she's also an active female competitor, maybe? I don't know. She says, like, I, I haven't been able to get a hold of, of Ilya Dragunov. I just tried. She's still not picking up his phone. But the 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 tr- the medical staff says that it's up to him whether or not to cancel the match. Like they're they're not going to clear so many him. things wrong with the sentence. They're not going to clear him or or not clear him. They're just going to ask him, "Do you still want to do it?" He's like, "Meh, sure." Um and that's a thing that she has that update. What is the point of your medical staff? Then? <laughs> Please tell me. Uh, <laughs> I there's so many things wrong with this. I couldn't get a hold of Ilya Dragunov. Well, that should be concerning. Yeah. Girl who's half a GM slash was also an occult and the rock's daughter. Yeah. What what qualified you for this role? Second I, of all, I mean, did, could I, Shawn Michaels get a hold of him? Because if he no. can't, there's something very wrong with that. Third Here's of all, I, why are yeah. you able to talk to his doctors? And isn't it violating HIPAA to just tell you these things? Yeah. And fourth of all, why is Ilya Dragunov, who's in a neck brace, allowed yeah. to decide whether or not he competes in a match when you have an authority figure and a conduit to that authority figure? Yeah. Why is it up to him? Yeah. Um, <gasps> I need her to start doing the, the medical updates and the matchmaking from behind a desk in really stilted pre-tapes like Jack Tunney used to do. <laughs> I am I am making the match for this Saturday between Brett the Hitman Hart and Diesel. Like I mean, like I'm, I'm just like just very um I want so, his breaking news, like yeah. I'm um, standing here outside of the hospital, the <laughs> medical facility, where Ilya Dragunov is inside. We can't get a hold of him, but his medical team has told us mm-hmm. it's in his hands because they are incompetent. Well, keep us updated, updated, Eva, on this <laughs> on this fast Thank breaking you. situation. I um, have to go to therapy because I was in a cult and suddenly <laughs> I'm not. So also, also my dad our- is Brian Johnson. Thank you. Ariana Grace uh, comes to her with a problem of Roxanne having slapped her. Um, and again, I think everything Ariana Grace is, is doing is great. Honestly, I love the character. I hate the sash. Lose the sash, and I am 100% on board. With the sash, I am 0% on board. That is how much the sash is a deal breaker for me. Because I do think everything she's doing, the way the, the promos are written, how she's describing everything, I love that she was like, Roxanne Perez actually came to came to us or whatever 
I don't know. She didn't say me. She 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 suggested a match versus you at New Year's Evil. Um, and she says, "Oh, and how did she take it when you rejected her?" <laughs> well, I hope. No, actually, we gave her the match, and that that was great. That was fine. I just don't understand why Ava Rain is doing this and not Shawn Michaels or literally anybody else. It is extremely weird. Uh, I'm in on Ava Rain officially, man. This like this almost feels like we've been talking about Mustafa Ali today a lot, which is fun. But it it has that same passive aggressive sure. thing that Positive Ali did. Um, right. I I'm in on it. I get why you don't like the sash, and it's because it makes absolutely no sense. Right. This is one of those things where I'm like, sure. I don't care. I'm, in. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly <laughs> consistent on things not making any sense. You're very consistent on it. And yeah. I'm usually yeah. there with you, but there's sometimes where I just go, it's wrestling. This is fun. I'm in. And usually that gap is when they close it and get it to a wrestling ring, then I'm mm. in. Like, yeah. and, and they've figured out a way to get it to a wrestling ring. So I'm in. Um, but you're right in that it makes no sense. I have no argument with that. I just don't care. I like it. <laughs> um, Sarah Schreiber uh, was a, hosted a sit-down interview between Blair Davenport and Lyra Valkyria um, that gave me no new information about anything. Uh, match will still be good, um, but I don't know what I don't know what this was. Just one of those things they do. Um, it's it's on free TV. You don't need to sell the pape. So I don't I don't know what <laughs> you know what I mean. So I don't know it what was, this. It was a taped fine. episode. So this it's fine. Was part of the it, taped episode. It, I think they. I just didn't. Nothing. No new information was presented to me at all. No. Somebody in the chat just said this needed Mackenzie. They miss Mackenzie Mitchell. I don't know what didn't work there, but wow. Like apparently, oh, like Sean, Sean was surprised that she got fired. Yeah, if like, Sean this, is this, caught off guard, this, something's up. Yeah. This came from way up the the the, the food chain. I don't understand why you're why somebody way up the food chain decides we're gonna fire McKenzie. That doesn't this make any felt sense. like somebody up the food chain had a feud with her parents and she I was fired because of it. this was so weird. Uh she was great though, and this did miss her. We found out nothing new from last week. I think they were just trying to reiterate the fact that these two have worked a lot together before, and I do always appreciate that they um I like that WWE, now that Vince is gone, has gone out of their way to start acknowledging people's pasts as wrestlers. And that these two were just ships in the night a lot is something that's interesting. They did a very extensive video package about the same thing. And they, they didn't really tell us anything new here. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, I hope they don't do a lot of these. So I hope they do more of these, but tell us new information. Right. Um, Joe Gacy defeated Joe Coffey. The, the only thing of interest here to me really is that both Joe Gacy and Joe Coffey at different points smacked their hand very loudly on the commentary desk and was like, I'm Joe Gacy. And then everyone was like, I'm Joe Coffey. And they just wanted to make sure that the Booker T knew who they were. Yeah. <laughs> Which I they were probably that. doing as a rib, but it's probably sincerely a good idea. Did you catch that Booker T, like, like for for like a, a very long sentence, called Josh Briggs Brooks Jensen twice? Yes. And then and then Vic called him out on it. And he was like, "Well, yeah, I don't, I know." 
<laughs> he just he does whatever. So I love that Joe that Joe and Joe were like we are two different people. Um, and well, I am this I one, and he is that one. Booker T, despite us being very critical of him, clearly watches our show because he knows them as Double Vest in the Beach, probably, and so he can't keep their names straight. Right. So Could he was it. like, "Oops, wrong yeah. guy," because he's um, he's thinking on our terms. Yeah. Um, Joe. Uh, so Mark Coffee and Wolfgang are there, and then Hank and Tank come down and attack Mark Coffee and Wolfgang, which allows uh, Joe Gacy to win with his ridiculous handspring lariat. That does like Joe Coffee has a great discus later yet. Yeah, he, he does. It. He missed it so that Joe Gacy could hit his ridiculous <laughs> handspring lariat. Like, like, I just give him if you're gonna have him give him, like, also, you know who wins with lariats now? Double vest. So, like, like maybe Joe Gacy could have a he, he feels like a dude who would have like a really cool, I don't know, like a like a pedigree type of thing. Some, something like that, like some, some, some kind of maneuver like that would be really great. Um, or like a, a, a pretty sick looking Uranagi, the em Emerald Fusion, something, something like that, because the, the handspring Larry just has never done it for me and continues to not do it for me. It's, it's a little silly. I also, I like Joe Gacy a lot and I like him in the ring. There was not really a payoff to the fact that he was hiding under a ring no, and at no. commentary. He just like showed no. up and had a match. Is they said is is this the beginning, a new beginning for for Joe Gacy? I is nobody going to talk about the fact that like two months ago he threw a camera off a off a roof in a thinly veiled suicide note? Like what are we like? It was just weird. It's really nice to see him in the ring because he's good. So I appreciate that. But like to just for weeks and weeks have him be like out of his mind and then just showing up here and not giving yeah. any promo yeah. was odd. Um, Luis says, give him the gonzo bomb. I'm all in for it. Let's do yep. it. Um, so I, I, I'm hoping they do something more with Joe Gacy that actually continues, us, tells us why, what he's been doing, why he's doing this stuff. I don't know what that is. Maybe he'll um, just be a GM next week. Who knows? He could. There you go. Um, Eddie Thorpe defeated Dijak. Um, this was a uh, really good match. Um, uh, I, I, it was, it was. This is the first NXT Underground match they did was not in the arena. It was like in a correct. different spot, and they didn't have ring posts. And I feel like. Doing a a, a a a no ropes match with the ring posts still attached is an invitation for horrible things to accidentally happen. And they they did use they brought the ring posts into it. Um, uh, this was this was really great. Uh, Eddie Thorpe won. Um, it is a it is a weird. I, I guess he's reclaiming the phrase, but to but to have a Native American character. Call his impaler DDT manifest destiny is is a is a is an inversion of the original, which I guess is kind of cool that he's like, yeah, that's mine now. You don't get to do that to me. I do that to you. Okay, cool. Um, so um, if they're gonna keep uh, Trey Bearhill around doing this exact same gimmick that he's been doing, and they have Eddie Thorpe, the only option you have is to make them a tag team. 
I do not feel like th- that is those are very that's a very specific gimmick where it is not like I'm not just saying like all black guys should be in a tag team. I'm saying you have two guys whose gimmick is is a Native American, and that is a very specific thing. So I'm wondering how they're what they're going to do to like really separate them in very different ways. But I guess we'll see. Um, Greg Terry, it's country western puns, and everybody, you're invited to get yeah. in your puns. Cow- cowboys, horses, things like that. The thing is, if you don't pair them as a tag team or have someone as a heavy or whatever, right? You're gonna have to differentiate the two of them a lot, and yeah. I feel like they're very different. But what will happen is inevitably one of them will be extremely tastelessly done, and right. I don't want that for either no. one of them. So pair them up. Either. Yeah. Um. Also. Dijak is great. Like he really is, man. He's great, and they don't give him wins in big spots. And I, I would like for him to win a feud, blow off at some point. Like yeah. he has put on some fantastic matches, and he's been on the losing end Surely of them a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, I would really like to see him start to get some W's because, um, they. We are very stringent on the fact that wins and losses should. Um, point you in the direction of your push. And I think that's fair because that's, to me, the point of a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. However, um, it's there are, are some people that abuse forgiveness with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and NXT historically has been one of them. And they use the crutch of the fact that Dijak is extremely convincing and per- I think perpetually over in the way that they want him to be over mm-hmm. and never feels weak because he always looks menacing. Um, I would like to see him win matches <laughs> in, in key spots. It's not like he's always losing, but like in, in these big mm-hmm. last man standing matches, NXT undergrounds, like he's, he's on the losing end too much. He's right. on the losing end too much. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's great. And he is the perfect type of veteran in NXT who will always feel like he is just ready to put him in a major spot. Um, uh, and he could win or he could put over a guy in a way nobody else possibly could. Sure. Like he, he did that with Dragunov. Uh, he did that with Wesley. He's, he's doing that with Eddie Thorpe. Um, he did that with Tony D'Angelo. He, like he made, Tony, he made right. Tony seem real legit when he beat Dijak. And Dijak is somehow, even though he's a guy who gets put in these big spots over and over again and comes out on the short end, he always, he never loses any status because of it. Yes, agreed. You know what I mean? Um, he always feels like he's he's that guy. And and to, to his credit, I love that he said, I want to go back to NXT and I'm not doing it for some kind of vanity project. Yes. I want to go back there and be a part of the roster. He's been there longer than anybody else consistent on this new like heading back to NXT. This thing. wave of it, yeah. Yeah. That and he's and he's never been like, I want when's it my time? When's it my time? I gotta I gotta get my big shot and or send me back to the main roster if I'm not gonna be champion or whatever. I don't know if anybody's like pulled that card, but it does feel like there are people here who are like here to do a thing, and then they're like just materialize away he's like here i'm here to do this i think that's great i really do there's so much a guy like eddie thorpe can learn from working dijack and and that whoever the next guy is that you put him in a program with dijack is going to learn all kinds of things too here's a guy here's here here's a thing 
when I say Tavion Heights should be a guy who a year from now is a major player, between now and a year from now, have Tavion Heights work a serious, like, three-match program, three-month program with, with a rubber match at the end that he wins. Like, have him have him shock Dijak with the first one. Have Dijak win a brutal match in the second one. And have Tavion Heights be like, I got to get one more because I know I can beat you. And have that be a great match between the two of them. Those guys would work really well together. Like, that's the kind of thing that I know he can do and make Tavion Heights feel like a guy after beating Dijak, who's like, you got to put that guy near the top of a, of a title program because he beat Dijak. Dijak that's yeah. the kind of thing to do, you know? I'm with um, you. So, uh, the, the show ended with Trick Williams and Dragunov having a backstage contract signing. It turns out the reason Ava could not get a hold of Dijak was because he was driving while wearing a neck brace. Because he just shows up while wearing a neck brace and being like, I am looking for Trick Williams. And at the end, they had this pre-taped thing with them in a very small closet, sitting at the world's tiniest table to have a contract signing with nobody there because there is nobody who runs the place. Um, And... (laughs) Just, just, I don't know. They did, they, did, they did a contract signing in a broom closet. It was. Um, it's where and, Strip um, hangs out. And Trick and, and Carmelo was like, "You don't. No, you're not the one who took him out. You're not the one who did that to him. So take advantage of it. You got to be champion. Nobody's gonna remember in five years that you beat Dragunov when he wasn't at his best. Like, you know. So Trick's like, yeah, but I kind of want him at 100. So anyway, uh, he's like. I'm fine putting the match off until later, until you're at your best. And and um, uh, and then Ilya's like, well, Trick Williams, unfortunately, there is nothing and no one who could keep me from having this match at New Year's Evil. And they signed the contract. And so here we go. Um, Alex, this- I, have to, I just need to ask you. Yeah. Was is it you? Hmm. Did you take out everybody? Are you taking out everybody at NXT? I did. Uh, I did. I have. Uh, it, although, if I was taking out people at NXT, it, it would it would be Alexis K. Uh, so <laughs> it would have would... been Dominic when Dominic was around. Do- it when Alexis Dominic was around, K. it would have been him. <laughs> the fact that he made it through his time at NXT unscathed <laughs> means I'm not the guy taking people out. So. Um, uh, Here's here's what here's what I think. I think that Ilya having this neck injury, which is a one-off weird little thing, like Ridge wasn't on the show today. Ridge had a tweet being like, "This is not me. I'm wishing the best, Ilya Dragunov." We're hearing like, him from him next week, I believe. Yeah, was I guess was. like yeah. So what was told? I don't to know us. what this was. So. So Ilya has this neck injury that Trick Williams doesn't want to exploit, but Carmelo kind of does. So I wonder if Carmelo hits Trick with the with the belt while Trick uh, while Trick's not looking, and Trick doesn't know that he wins it via some kind of weird chicanery, and and hates that that Melo does this. Because I wonder if, like, Dragunov is a Royal Rumble call-up. 
because they gave him this thing out of the blue for no reason with no connection to Ridge Holland's story so far. And I wonder if they're like, they gave him this out. Like nobody can beat Dragunov at full, at full, at full strength. And they didn't want to make Trick the bad guy by having him take out Trick and make him hurt Trick. So they had some other guy do it for whatever reason. So I'm wondering if this is a little thing to protect Ilya on his way out by having, and they Trick's hugely over. And if this becomes a thing with Trick and uh, Carmelo be, after this, we all think they're definitely going to do a Carmelo versus Trick match before Carmelo gets fully called up. Sure. To down. Maybe they make it a reason for this as well. Um, and uh, this is why I think Obafemi has to win. Because I think Trick Williams needs a monster to slay. Or needs to be slain by a monster because Carmelo costs Trick the match. And then you have Trick climb the mountain to slay the monster again. Obafemi beating Trick in Trick's first defense as champion because of Carmelo allows you to have now Trick and Carmelo have a fight. And Trick can claw his way back up to beat Obafemi. And along the way, Obafemi squashes everybody who comes after him. Just defends his title in two minutes tops over and over again until Trick gets back to face him at, let's say, Stand and Deliver. And you get, if you have Trick versus Obafemi, for real this time, Carmelo's gone, Trick put that in his past, and it's Trick Williams, the still hugely babyface, and Obafemi, the unkillable monster. Like, I mean, that's, a, a it makes Obafemi forever. And then you have Trick, who they 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 what they the people love Trick, and he's a great baby face because he doesn't look like a baby face, but he's hugely over and he can come after him. Trick's a big, tall dude. Him and Obafemi would look great in the ring together. I'm sure of it. The, the stuff that Trick would do to Obafemi would rock him, but Obafemi doesn't get put down by anything. There's some really, really, really good stuff there. Um. I think the Rickies will have you nominated as Booker of the Year. I think you might win. So congratulations <laughs> in advance. Yeah. Um, I, if they call Dragunov up, I'm so intrigued because that just feels like he's getting called into the Imperium picture right away, right? He has to go could there. Be. That could be really fun. I like your idea. I don't know if there's a better path that I see of somebody, unless they doesn't feel like they're here to give baron corbin a, a title run um no. like i'm trying to think of who else has been hanging around that picture uh but i guess you got to start kind of thinking in those terms of who's up next stuff unless they're gonna give Braun another so, run <laughs> so man i don't know i don't know i don't know how they're gonna they would want to problem is i i know how i want i want to see dragonov but I, they want me to see dragonov Feels feels like he's pretty foreign heelish type to the main roster sensibilities, but man, I don't know if I want him on the same show as Gunther because that immediately means we're getting Dragunov versus Gunther immediately, and it's kind of a foregone conclusion. I wouldn't mind seeing a parallel story of Dragunov with the other title on the other show. 
which means Dragunov beating the piss out of Logan Paul is on the table. <laughs> which is what I want. So sure, but I think, Dragunov, I think but, we're gonna yeah. go at night for that. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, there's 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 some some cool stuff there as well. But um, I I think I think Dragunov is beyond ready to be on the main roster. Sure, sure, you could have him go after Gunther and, and be the one to take off take out Gunther. Why not? Absolutely. Or or mm, let's see. Depending on how they want to present Dragonov, if Cody wins. Cody, Mr. America versus the Mad Russian is just screams like a major major feud you know what i mean oh god i would want cody to lose so bad of course i would too but (laughs) but but the crowd wouldn't the crowd just wants to go whoa you know and he would like they're they're, that's all they would want man if they did really fun they've gotten better about this but if they did fun heel versus heel feuds a nakamura versus dragon off feud would be so awesome uh but cody versus dragon off would be great um but man yeah i i would be so i'm so fatigued on this version of cody <laughs> mm-hmm, i know he, the people aren't though like it's a it's a no like, he's I'm, super over sammy's super over jay super over like they have baby faces that are super they, over they have baby faces and listen the great thing about dragonov is i know he's a baby face to us and he's an amazing wrestler and whatever but he's also he also can be imagine using the h-bomb thing the falling forearm for evil like he just won't stop. Yeah. Like he, they can't pull him off of somebody. And he's just doing them from the top rope onto people. Just he's like Cody Rhodes, bring me my title. Like, come on, like that. Like, really there you go. Drag it off. <laughs> like, like that, that would be. I mean, honestly, I would root for him. But he would be the most hated man among children in WWE. Oh, With the yeah. Red contacts and the little Sim, goatee yeah. and the slicked back hair, the dramatic entrance. Oh man. He Even Dragon Out versus Seth. Man, the, oh, yeah, sure, there's, sure, there's some sure. money up there, there. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things you could do with him as a heel because as we've discussed many times over, they have all these amazingly over baby faces. Yeah, for the first time It's a major deal. That's a good thing for them. Nakamura being positioned is in a major feud with with Cody. That's good for Nakamura. Bring they should have an even number of super over heels and and uh, and super over baby faces. And 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 right now, I don't feel like the the number is uh, equal. No, and part of that is because you said this a couple weeks ago, and it's true. Is Gunther, while a heel by booking isn't like a isn't a is not a wwe heel he's an unbeatable champion who's booked against baby faces um who wrestles with some heelish tactics but he doesn't have he has people in the stable and they're not interfering in his matches he wins matches honorably like he does not feel like dastardly heel Ilya dragunov could feel like not not cheating still but he could feel like dastardly heel and just how uh, yeah. how evil he is. Um, yeah, like he's, there's a uh, lot he's of fun brutal. To be like he, yeah. he won't he won't stop hurting your favorite guys. Yeah, that's a there, fun, there's, that's a fun heel to have yeah, around, like, man. It, it, this is like like it or not. This is a this is a program where a lot of it is is booked toward children and the parents of children. Sure, having a guy who won't stop hurting the guys they love 
is a really great way to do a heel. You know what I mean? And he's like, like a great guy to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 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 people always say, Hey Alex, would, would you ever like take a job working for WWE in the right? Like, no, I, I, no, here's a job I would take if they had me for it. Wow. Why is it not working? Here we go. Dragonov's Heyman. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I I would I would I would come out in the full, full suit. I would uh, I wouldn't change I wouldn't change wouldn't change the look. Uh, and I'll, also, you just called me Alexander Pavlov. Oh, and I would just I would just I would do the whole thing in Russian like Lana used to do it. I would do the whole thing in the Russian accent. I would Sha? I would put up I, I would huh. I would put them <laughs> I would put <laughs> over everything. I would do that. I would like cool dude rolls. You and you capitalistic ways, like just do the lean into the whole old school Russian thing. Oh, uh, great! <laughs> no one I think would be if I could create a creative team that had you on it. You know how Bray Wyatt had Rob Fee, that was just like his guy until he mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. You would be so good as like the you're assigned to this guy. Like mm-hmm. we want this guy super protected. And this is who he's against. And we need you to just be focused on this guy. You would crush that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway. um, how about how about this? How about a League of Nations where everybody's not like uh, Alberto Del Rio? But like Dragunov and Nakamura leading a League of Nations who just all they're going to do is topple Cody. The oh my God, that would be Mr. So America. Fun. Nakamura and man, if if you could figure out a way to like make Dragonov and Imperium work together, that Dragonov, Gunther, Nakamura, Imperium. I don't know. Throw another one in there. Bronson Reed. He's from Australia. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> he was a TMDKer. Um, yeah. Man, I I would be down for this program just in general. Mm-hmm. Gunther likes Dragunov because he's the only guy that's like gotten him. Yeah. And he he beats Dragunov. It's almost Blackpool Combat Clubby. Like you almost right. bleed together. But yeah. like I beat you, but I know what you're capable of, so I need you in my group mm-hmm. is like a really fun thing. Oh, that would be you fun. you have no idea how unironically this is true whenever I watch Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I, want, I want Drago to win every time. And he never does. He never does, though. Um, Meet Norma says they treat Dijak like he's Jake Hager. But he's so much better. He should be Seth Savior or something. He can go in the ring. He can go in the ring while putting over all these other people who have a higher ceiling immediately than, than, than Dijak does. And that's the thing, because to me, it feels like their measure of who's over... And what they consider a reward is screen time, not wins and losses, which is not how I think promotion should be booked. But I feel like their measure of success is how often we use you and put you on screen. And they do that a lot with Dijak and the way he's presented. I think he does feel like a viable threat. I'm just someone and I don't need him to win every blowoff they have. Right. He just should get one or two mm-hmm. of them just to, just to maintain that position. Um but I, I think the the world of him, I, I do think that they like him and what he's doing because I don't think he would be booked with people that they see so much potential in so often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. Aaron says, Alex, that Dreamwave show 
uh, had tickets available for a good while. They didn't know anything about it. But then sold out real quick after Ali was announced. Sure. Yeah. Uh, also sad I didn't te- te- snag a ticket, LOL. Everybody should be. I mean, that's the 40, 40 miles from me, but it's it's a, it's not a long drive from Chicago. Like, I'm as as soon as he was announced, I'm sure those things went like, I didn't know they were on sale yet because I hadn't heard about the saw, the show until Ali until was announced for it. Announcement, and yeah. I didn't see a link anywhere. Nobody showed me a link I could click on. If I had seen the link to click on, I would have clicked on it, but I didn't. Um, I'm so happy for that, dude. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, uh, so here's some horse puns. Horse puns? Uh, Luis Polito uh, uh, says, um, uh, shout out to Tempest, the president of NJPW, Horseshoe Tanahashi. <laughs> He's going to be called President Bullocks until Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom. That's happening. Ian, um, Ian R <laughs> says, uh, Bronco Team 2000. First of all, thank you. And second of all, very nicely done. Uh, ENR says, uh, Ombre Wyatt. <laughs> hey there, Ombre. I love the Ombre. Um, J- Greg Cherry, uh, again, with the send hoof, that is still the leader in the clubhouse, although I forget who said it the first time. Uh, it's such a great one. That uh, is- enormous. Um, uh, the magnificent seven-star FTR. Billy the <laughs> one, two, three kid. The man in the house of black hat. Oh, very good. Double points if you can work it into Red Dead Redemption 2 because that's the one video in a game I know. Thank you. <laughs> Ricardo the Snowman uh, from Ace Shock, Ember Moonshine. Oh, very good. Very mm-hmm. nicely done. Uh, Meet Normus uh, says, uh, New Stable, the Young Bucks Guns. Young Bucks. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, ENR says bareback saber junior. <laughs> uh, we got that one. Um, Silver Apocalypse says uh, Daniel Bryan saloon. Very good. Uh, uh, will will pos, posse spray? Will posse spray? <laughs> pos, pos, pos spray. Posse spray. Posse spray. Uh, Becky Lynch mob. Yikes, Becky Lishwell, yikes. Uh, yeah, uh, but also true to the era. Uh, John Wick says, uh, Oba Femme Yeehaw. <laughs> um, he also says that he reminds uh, him of Marcus Corvon. I'm trying to, I know that name, but I, but it's been such a long time. I know that name, but it's been a long time. Um, Ricardo the Snowman says, Brokeback Mustachio Mountain. Very nice. Not, not Mustache Mountain, but Mustachio. Mustachio. Um, oh, Marcus Corvon, Monty Monty Brown. That's why I know it, because that's... that's oh, yeah, okay. There you go. That's great. Um, <laughs> Chris Pereira. Chris Pereira top, is great. Top, top three. The Nation of Domination, but spelled Nation of Domination. <laughs> um, Ricardo the Snowman says 310 to Yuma, spe- spelling it Y-O-U-M-A. And Meet Norma says 310 to Yuda. <laughs> Wheeler Yuda. Nice, nice alley-oop on that one, fellas. Um, uh, instead of the good, the bad, and the ugly... It's the good, the bad, and the Ali from Very Meet nice. Normus. Very That's well cool. done. 
Uh, Matthew Hook says Cowboy Team 2000. What's up? And uh, and says uh, <laughs> NXT is a one horse girl town. <laughs> True. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says chin up, tits out, and watch for the horseshoe. <laughs> watch for the horseshoe. Um, Greg Cherry says Ember Saloon. <laughs> And Ricardo the Snowman says, Folen Henley. Oh, very nice. Folen Henley. Do you think Thank that you. Horse Lawyer is going to come in and either properly break up the stable or reunite yes. them? Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. Well, I think they also have to like, they, they have to like make sure that, that in the breakup, that all, everything they entered into the faction with is what they take with them. And then you split up everything that has been gained since the faction started. That makes it's sense. St- standard agreement. Sure. Um, <clears throat> apparently, there. There. Okay. I'll, let's see if I can. Uh, there is a uh, in the in the Discord. Um, I guess there is a uh, an, a year end awards on the SGS Discord <laughs> from uh, from MD Jingo Bello. Uh, here's the uh, link in the chat. Um, uh, so yeah, do a vote on that. Um, so here we go. Two, only two, and that's it. We're done. Two uh, jukeboxes. You cut off. Ludwig sings the American males theme. American males, American males, American males, American males, American males, American males, American males. When you see them coming, you better run for cover. Girls, you don't need a weekend lover, American males. If they want to talk to you, you better not listen. You might wind up in the critical condition. American males. Thank you. Very nice. Um, and finally, oh, this is uh, good. We'll do this now. It's because it will be New Year's Day before we get this sh- uh, show again. So, oh Ricky Rainbow. Gosh. We'll sing New Year's Day by you two. I feel like I'm playing tennis. Like I've got a little visor. Ricky, how are you? Out my forehead. What how was your Christmas? Right. I'm all right. Oh, it's all right. Did you get anything fun? Mostly drugs. Mostly drugs. <laughs> Story tracks. Did you spend it with anybody special? My drug dealer. Oh, how sweet. I think that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Did you go to mass with your drug dealer? <laughs> no, no, he's he's Jewish, actually. So <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. It was a working day for him. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My dealer's name is Greenberg. All is quiet on New Year's Day. A world in white gets underway. I want to be with you. Be with you night and day. 
nothing changes on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day, I will be with you again. I will be with you again. Under a blood red sky, a crowd is gathered, black and white, arms entwined, the chosen few. The newspaper says, says, say it's true, it's true, and we can break through. Though torn in two, we can be one. I, I will begin again. I, I will begin again. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 maybe the time is right. Oh, maybe tonight I will be with you again. I will be with you again. And so we're told this is the golden age. And gold is the reason for the wars we wage. Although I want to be with you, be with you night and day. Nothing changes on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, Emily said Santa didn't bring a hairbrush, I see. And normally I would say you should fire back because that's pretty snarky. But based on your drug intake and the fact that she's going to be like the best nurse in the whole wide world, you probably right. want to stay on her good side. Yeah. And also, no, just... I didn't even know Allie was in Brazil. But apparently she is and she loves you and she's, she's a huge in... fan. She's in Brazil. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, um, no. I've I've got that, a world tour planned. For you do next summer, summer twenty twenty four. Oh, we're going, to, we're, okay. going to, we're going to be in Brazil. Mostly, it's just sampling the drugs of other countries. Oh, are you going to do like a documentary or anything? No, it's just drugs. Just, just doing drugs. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Well, good luck on your That's world good. tour. Let us know the pre-sale link. Oh, yeah. Right. That. I'll, yeah. I will. Please let us know when you're going to be at our locations because yeah, we will. don't know where you're based out of. So it's no, really anybody's no, guess. No, yeah. one, no one knows where I'm based no. out of. Do you of. know where you're based out of? Sometimes. Mostly no. <laughs> Why is that? Because I'm an enigma wrapped in a, a riddle, wrapped in a, an enigma wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla. Above that wrapped for in, you. Wrapped in a crepe. Ooh, wrapped in a crepe. Delicious. It's it's new. It's new for 2024. Now I'm wrapped in a crepe. <laughs> that was a cute little face you just made. Right. Keep cool, Gabagoos. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.